0: Like it or not, the Winnipeg Jets are about to end the greatest era in recent memory of Jets hockey and begin a very uncertain new one. Should Jets fans be excited about the future or should they be worried that Winnipeg is going to fall into a non-competitive state? We'll dive into all of that and what Jets fans can anticipate going forward on tonight's episode of Locked On friends and what is up thank you for joining us on tonight's episode of locked on winnipeg jets part of the locked on podcast network your team every day i'm your host harrison lee an avid winnipeg jets fan and an online blogger you can follow me on twitter at hl and at lo underscore winnipeg jets as always thanks for making locked on jets your first listen of the day every day if you like what you're hearing be sure to like uh like follow and subscribe on all of your favorite podcasting platforms and youtube uh, doing so of course is completely free of charge and ensures you never miss another episode but most of all we just really love and appreciate your support. Now like I said tonight's episode we're going to be taking a little bit of a a little bit of a step back and talking about you know the end of of one era and the start of a new one for the Jets. Obviously for Winnipeg this is going to be uh, a painful process, right? The Jets are are basically on the verge of bidding farewell to what has been you might say one of the most successful eras of Winnipeg Jets hockey, but also one that feels unfulfilled, right? There was promise, and unfortunately for the Jets, it never quite coalesced into what I think a lot of us were hoping for, which is a Stanley Cup, right? You know, this this team is certainly good in some areas. Uh, there have been moments where the Jets were just straight up great, a team that was feared. Uh, a force to be reckoned with a squad that even Vegas, who's now in the Stanley cup finals did, you know, actually uh, make trades and and moves around to kind of handicap the jets because they were afraid that Winnipeg was the team to beat nowadays, though, I think we know that the the jets are not quite at that level. This team is no longer that scary, threatening aura that a lot of teams were uh, concerned about in previous seasons. It's not that the Jets are necessarily terrible. It's just that they're a little bit more mid. If we're being honest, that's probably the best way to describe it. And I think for me, this is kind of closing the book, uh, closing the chapter in this book um, that that Winnipeg has kind of started. I guess since relocating, and it it, it feels in some ways like a goodbye to um, an era of Jets hockey where Winnipeg, you know, first found its way under Claude Noel, and then, of course, Paul Maurice comes in, takes over the reins, and adds structure and backbone to this team and kind of gives it an identity. And then, of course, over time, he lost that, and in comes Rick Bonus uh, along with Dave Lowry, and, you know, the, the rest is history. But for me, I think in particular, we're looking at uh, the, the turnover of the core, and I think that is something that a lot of people, you know, maybe haven't quite considered, this is going to be one of the most drastic overhauls of the Jets roster that we've ever seen. The Jets don't really go through, you know, situations like this where entire portions of their core are are basically walking. And, you know, with Winnipeg losing Hellebuck, Shifley, Dubois, uh, to an extent, maybe Wheeler. I think this represents a true shift in not only Uh, Winnipeg's roster, but perhaps their philosophy. And, you know, it's going to be a weird time for the next few years. I think this could be, um, whether the Jets want it to be or not, a a bit of a retooling and a rebuilding process. It kind of has to be by virtue of not having uh, capable replacements lined up immediately, right? We're talking about some of the most important players in this franchise's recent history. So, whether the jets are going to admit it or not i think the team is likely aware that the next few years could be a little bit lean that's not to say that the jets are going to be bad and you know this is a team that is going to be unwatchable i think the jets have you know a couple of options when it comes to preparing for the future and making sure that the next couple of seasons are fruitful right you you don't have to be bad forever uh, and i think in winnipeg's case the Jets have some interesting foundations to work with that could expedite the process if they're smart and make the right trades. And I think one of the biggest things is you know, making sure that whatever you get for Hellebuck, for Shifley, and for Dubois, you put to good use and you don't limit yourself in terms of conferences that you're trading to uh, or what sort of return you're looking for. But at the end of the day, I think the biggest thing to take away from all of it is that we are bidding farewell to the Jets as we know them. And I think that is something that is is kind of hard to reckon with because, I mean, for, you know, all of my recent Jets fandom and for a lot of you, I'm sure, we've come to really know and love these players and this team and this core. And now we're saying goodbye. And is it the right time? Sure. Maybe it should have happened even sooner than we're seeing now. But I think it's tough because, I mean, we... We all watched this team. This was the group that we truly believed in and thought could ascend to better and better things. And unfortunately they just didn't. And like so many teams before them, they fell short of, you know, what they wanted to be and what they were hoping for. And what we got, you know, was fun, right? It was certainly a team that showed promise that gave us a glimpse of the future and could be really, really great at the the best of times. But At the worst of times, we also saw the Jets fall below expectation and fall behind the rest of the league. And now is the time for the Jets to kind of take stock of that and figure out, okay, where do we go from here? Is this team, you know, is it being run the right way? Is this how the Jets should be run going forward? And I think that is a tougher question for management to answer, especially when they're talking about cutting wages and trying to keep things on the cheaper side. But Winnipeg's about to welcome in the new era of Jets hockey. And in just a little bit, I kind of want to talk about what I hope that era is and what I expect from it, as well as you know maybe some interesting trade rumors surrounding uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois and potentially what you know pieces from that trade might be part of this next era of Jets hockey. Before we go any further, though, I do want to shout out our friends and partners at Athletic Green's. Our next partner has a product that I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because I was looking for a boost to my immune system and a uh, a nice, easy, daily, healthy habit that gets me going and really boosts and strengthens my immune system, especially with all of the crazy viruses and stuff that are rolling around. If you're wondering what AG1 from Athletic Greens is, it's just one delicious scoop that helps you absorb 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. It's lifestyle friendly, so if you're on any sort of keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free dietary restrictions, it's great for you. It's also got less than one gram of sugar, doesn't have weird GMOs or odd additives and things that you're probably concerned about, and of course, you know, it tastes great. And you don't just have to take my word for it. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews from health enthusiasts such as yourself, uh, pro athletes, trainers, plenty of other folks out there, and it costs less than $3 a day. So there's really no better time to take advantage of your health and really make the most of it. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every single day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hello, friends, welcome back to this episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Every day, thank you so much for returning to tonight's show. We are just talking about eras of Jets hockey in this current franchise iteration and the end of one and the start of a new era. And for me, this new era of Jets hockey needs to be different from the last one. I think the biggest lesson that Winnipeg should take and and learn from is that the way that they built uh, through drafting and developing got them to a certain level of success. But after that, Winnipeg didn't really understand how to sustain it, or at least if they did, they didn't really take advantage of it. For me, I think Vegas is like the perfect case study in how you are given a really good foundation and you continue to iterate and build upon it. Now, Let's be real. Vegas has a lot more money and a totally different mindset in terms of roster building, right? And the way that they built their roster, uh, obviously very different from how Winnipeg has done it. The Jets kind of have to build through the draft. Vegas had an expansion draft that gave them some really favorable conditions. And since then, they've kind of been continually uh, adding and reshaping that roster over each season as players come and go. So for the Jets, you know, not every lesson is going to be Um, important here, but I think the biggest thing to take away for Winnipeg's future is, you know, even if you're building through the draft and and whatnot, Winnipeg has to be more aggressive when it comes to uh, filling needs, especially if the team is on the verge of, of competitive state, right? You can't just sit there and not be all in. I think Vegas has done a really good job of somehow taking advantage of favorable trade conditions and continually adding elite talent when it becomes available, Jack Eichel, Mark Stone, all of these guys that they've added have genuinely turned this team from being pretty good to a very scary, you know, sustainable monster for years to come. And Vegas has done a great job of understanding what they can get away with and how they can take advantage of the trade market to better uh, suit their roster. Now where Winnipeg might have some some challenges is that of course, Vegas is a much more attractive living destination. And so, you know, players might be more willing to facilitate uh, trades and stuff to that location. But I think for the Jets, just the principle of being aggressive in the trade market, looking to fill needs and not overvaluing picks and prospects is kind of a critical thing. You know, the Jets are gonna look at futures and at times treat them like sacred cows. But I don't know that that is necessarily the best way for Winnipeg to go about this. I think if you look for market inefficiencies and try to build off of those, you're going to have a better time. Now, one thing that the Jets could potentially kind of kick off this new era with is a big trade uh, that involves players coming back who could help the Jets uh, in the very near future. Now, some of these talents, you know, obviously are going to be players that you know, so far have had modest NHL careers, but, you know, at one point or another were very highly touted prospects, maybe this is the time to really see them blossom. Uh, I think players like Kirby Doc, you know, could be of that sort of caliber. But now that Pierre-Luc Dubois has uh, been linked to the LA Kings, one name that's kind of come up has been Quinton Byfield. And I think Byfield for me is such an intriguing prospect when it comes to a player who's had A modest start to his NHL career. Um, Obviously, when he was drafted, what was it, second overall? uh, There were were plenty of expectations placed upon his shoulders. And so far, Byfield has just been okay. But I think if you're looking at the Jets, right, Winnipeg has to be willing to take some swings and see if they can resuscitate the careers of some top-end prospects. Why? Because most likely, when you're sending expiring players the other way, you're going to have... Uh, you know, a degree of, I would say, quality drop off. Uh, You know, Dubois obviously would be the best player right now in this trade. And so LA would technically win the deal. But I think for the future, Winnipeg can get a player who's still kind of developing, who's still very young, and who has shown, you know, flashes of being an elite franchise talent, even if so far, it hasn't really coalesced into anything uh, that the Jets are going to be you know, getting right off the bat like an elite player you're just not going to have that happen most likely i, I think alexis lafreniere is kind of another example of this uh, a player who if the jets were to trade for um you know maybe dubois or something like that up to new york lafreniere would be a very interesting salvage opportunity a player with elite tools incredible skills and maybe just needs the change of scenery out of new york the rangers have traditionally not been very good with prospect development Maybe Lafreniere is just destined to really explode if he comes to another team, and the Jets can really find these opportunities and maybe make some really smart a- acquisitions by sending you know players that are expiring on our end to other teams that, quite frankly, are maybe at the end of their rope with these current you know crop of their prospects. This could be the way for the Jets to start to really turn over this roster rapidly and expedite the rebuild or retooling process. If Lafreniere or Byfield joins this team and suddenly becomes, you know, in a year or two, really good, well, Winnipeg is going to be set up in the very near future to be relatively competitive quickly. And I think that is why, for me, this team has a relatively brighter outlook if they play their cards right. I don't think this team is in nearly as much trouble as it might seem right now. But Winnipeg has to make the most of these trades. This whole offseason is really instrumental to setting up Winnipeg's future and, well, you know, the, the, the present as well. We'll dive into what I hope that future includes in just a little bit. But before we go any further, I do want to shout out our friends and partners at eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is the perfect fit. And it's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part has to fit just right. The next time you need parts and accessories, look no further than eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part fits just right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check mark to know the part will fit, or you get your money back. Just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game. And when you have a selection of over 122 million verified parts, you'll be back in the game in no time with eBay Motors. It's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices, right with ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Guaranteed Fit is only available to U.S. customers, and it only includes eligible items. Exclusions apply. Hello, friends, and welcome back to these closing thoughts on tonight's episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for joining us on these closing thoughts on tonight's episode of Locked On, Jets, just wanted to talk a little bit about potentially brighter horizons for the Winnipeg Jets. I know that I've maybe said that the uh, the closing of this era and the start of the new one is going to be potentially tumultuous. I think it's going to see some, some heartache. I think it's going to be tough for us as fans. But if the Jets make the right trades and actually get good value and identify some perhaps struggling prospects who are closer to turning their careers around than not, the Jets might be able to expedite this rebuild and retooling process and become very good in a couple of years, maybe in as short of a time period as two to three seasons. I think that is not unrealistic if, again, the Jets make the right trades. But a lot of that is kind of reliant on Winnipeg philosophically changing how they operate. And I'm not sure that this front office is prepared for that. Winnipeg has traditionally been very reactionary. I know I saw a comment on another video, using that word. And I think that for me has always been one of their biggest problems. The Jets wait for things to happen and sometimes they get caught with their pants down. And by the time the Jets are ready to really make a move, it's too late. And I think for the Jets now, this is one of those times when they're going to have to pull on, you know, put on the big kid pants and really show up in a way that they haven't before. And that's not to say that the, the Jets are like going to screw this whole thing up. I think Winnipeg has the potential to really come out on the other side of this stronger. You know, you're 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 going to lose some really top-end players and in the short term it's going to be painful. Next season's probably going to be really bad. If I'm being completely honest, I think the Jets are probably going to be more in line for a lottery pick than they are um, you know, a competitive team. But Maybe that's the best thing to happen for the squad. Maybe getting that top-end talent that's going to put butts in seats and really gets people excited is exactly what the Jets have needed. For me, you know, I've always talked about the Jets needing to hit the reset button You know, uh, over the past couple of years. And the Jets have really done a good job of putting it off. But now they're kind of with their backs against the wall. And they don't really have a choice. Hellebuck wants to go. Dubois wants to go. Shifley probably wants to go. Wheeler's kind of done. This is the time for the Jets to say, okay, let's take stock of what we've got and start thinking about how we can turn this team uh, that's going to have a younger, much um, more skilled core going forward into something really special for the fans within just a couple of years. I really do feel like the Jets could be very fun and very, um, I, I wouldn't say explosive, but I think that is the potential that I'm hoping for within a few seasons. I think this Jets team, there's there's a lot of stuff to work with, some really good prospects, uh, some really good existing players. And if the Jets can get the right sort of reclamation projects in return for these expiring players that they're letting go, like I said, this Jets team has the potential to be really special in just a couple of years. But you know, at the end of the day, it's gonna come down to whether Shovel Day Off and Chipman really understand the mission, understand the goal, and act on it. I don't know that we're going to see that, but all I can say is I'm really hoping for this to happen because this team and the fan base really deserves better. And it's time that the Jets, you know, take a look at themselves, identify what they've been doing wrong and why they failed to reach that summit over the past couple of years and get ready to climb again. This team, you know, has a lot of potential. There's so much to work with. And a lot of people who have been working really hard to make this team special they deserve to see this squad really soar. Let me know if you're excited about the future of this Winnipeg Jets team in the comments below or at my social medias at Loco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. For tonight's show, though, that is going to be all the time that we have. I thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day every day. I hope to see you back here tomorrow. We'll have some thoughts on the Stanley Cup Finals and whether the Florida Panthers are able to stave off elimination for one more night or if Vegas comes through and finishes them off. But like I said for tonight's show, that is all the time that we have. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great night. And as always, go Jets go.